always comparing yourself against someone else. This applies to a lot of aspects in life. Like if you're comparing your kids against someone else's kids, like why aren't my kids like that kid? Like it's all negative energy, you know right, what I mean? Right. So with small business stuff, especially like this is September of 2021, this is in the process of post COVID, there's a lot of businesses that are complaining on the news about not being able to get employees and not being able to get this and it's the government's fault. The ones that are succeeding aren't on the news because they already thought about it to get more people in the door. You're thinking about it from a productive standpoint instead of yeah. being in the box. Instead of comparing your business to everyone else, maybe they're failing, maybe they're succeeding, look inward and take responsibility for your own business. Start developing a bigger mindset to take what is it I can do? What is it I can control to grow my business and not always looking at other people? How do we stir up those positive emotions to bring us to the next level to grow instead of to stay down at the small business level? Grow your cleaning business. Make more money. Have more time. This is the Profit Cleaners Podcast with your hosts, Brandon Condry and Brandon Shane. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of The Profit Cleaners, the only place where you can learn from the top 1% of cleaning business owners from around the world. Mm -hmm. And today, you are joined by not only me, your host, Brandon Chain, but our co-host, Brandon Condry, in the house. He is the spreadsheet ninja. He also knows a lot of other tricks that we're going to get into. But first, <laughs> we're going to talk about developing a CEO mindset. Why in the world would you want to do that? And why in the world would you not want to stay small? We talk about small businesses, a lot of us own small businesses, but how do we keep from staying small business and small in our mentality to going big and thinking abundantly and producing way better results and collaborating even with people that we think maybe are as our competition. Yeah. So let's jump into that. So what's the current mentality? I feel like a lot of local businesses do this and they compare it and they're like, oh, look what Joe's doing and it's yeah. like, like tit for tat kind of stuff. And Yeah, so like if you're always comparing yourself against someone else, this applies to a lot of aspects in life. Like if you're comparing your kids against someone else's kids, like why aren't my kids like that kid? Like it's all negative energy. You know what right, I mean? Right. So with small business stuff, especially like this is September of 2021. This is in the process of post COVID. There's a lot of businesses that are complaining on the news about not being able to get employees and not being able to get this. And it's the government's fault and blah, blah, blah. The ones that are succeeding aren't on the news because they already thought about it. They already raised wages to get more people in the door. You're thinking about it from a productive standpoint instead of yeah. being in the box. Like you said, like I am constrained by all these rules and regulations and I'm upset. Man, just you saying that totally made me think of uh, Extreme Ownership, that book by Jocko Willick. But he talks about instead of pointing the finger and being like, well, the, they, I didn't do this or this government thing happened and now I'm out of business or... Instead of comparing your business to everyone else, maybe they're failing, maybe they're succeeding, look inward and take responsibility for your own business. Start developing a bigger mindset to take on, you know, what is it I can do? What is it I can control to grow my business and not always looking at other people, which is, like you said, it's a negative emotion to compare yourself to anything else or compare your kids or anything, right? So right. how do we stir up those positive emotions to bring us to the next level to grow instead of to stay down at the small business level? Yeah. We're all comparing and- So the small business levels that we're talking about here, we're mm -hmm. trying to ask you to be more like the CEO, right? Mm -hmm. You can call yourself CEO. I've seen small business people have CEO on their business card. Traditionally speaking, a CEO is the chief executive officer. They are elected by a board of directors of a huge corporation. Amazon, right. SpaceX, GE, like things like that. Right. So the point of we're asking you to try and think like those guys is that CEOs are making deals happen on private jets and golf courses. And they are maybe not so worried about things. 
letting the systems, giving some trust to the company to like perform the things that they wanted to do rather than wringing your hands and being like, oh, we're, we're in so much trouble. Yeah. That's not how you do it. You got to start thinking differently about it. Absolutely. So like when I think of this, if they do think of that, like the guys that own the big businesses, maybe it's a big cleaning franchise, but maybe mm -hmm. any of these businesses really, um, they're probably out on the golf course or at a nice restaurant or wherever it is, but they're sharing strategies. They're sharing secrets and here's what's working for my business. And what about not comparing what you're doing? They're actually a much different mindset because they're looking at abundance, not scarcity. Right. Not like, what can we do to like knock Joe off and like make our business better and comparing. It's actually a much different mindset that's completely positive, actually. Yeah. And you're avoiding that negative, like, yeah. whatever that is. Look, I used to be this way, anxiety ridden. I still have anxiety, but there's a way to deal with it. And Brandon helped me a lot with this stuff over the years because he's always hammering away that you need to think differently about it. And so one of the ways that I remember early on when I was upset about whatever he had said this thing to me, which I've mentioned on podcasts before, but mm -hmm. I want to come back to it because I always think it's so important. It's like transformative. So mm -hmm. the thing that he said was, look, you can get the tallest building in town two different ways. You can smash every other building to the ground and then yours is the one left and it's the tallest by default. Mm -hmm. Or you can just work on building yours taller, faster than other people's are building theirs. Right. And so the way to do that is not dwell on things like the competition. So like right. if you're going to go into the comparison, like you can dwell on what the competition is doing. We've got a competitor in town who's basically stole our tagline of claim your weekend. We're better than them anyway. So it doesn't really matter that they have changed tack to try and copy us. Like you're an imitation of the original, but you just focus on like, okay, fine. If the competition is doing that and they're bigger than us, what can we do that will be better than that? What can we do as a group that will be a different service or an upsell or whatever to make yourself better than the competition? Right. And actually it brings me, I just thought of this story while we're talking about it, but there's different analogies I've heard of this. There's like pipeline. Have you ever heard of the pipeline story, Brandon, where there's a couple guys building a pipeline to the city, right? Normally you got to bring a bucket of water to get water, but there's two brothers building pipelines. One of them's like, well, I'm just going to do the bucket because I can just go and get the water. I, I get the bring, water right now. I get yeah. it right now. Yeah. I can go walk back and get two buckets. I'm going to get three buckets, right? And eventually he wears himself out because he's got five buckets. Everything he's trying to pull back every day. Meanwhile, the other brother, he's making fun of the other brother. And he's saying, hey, what are you doing over there? Cutting pipes and messing around. And he's like, I'm building a pipeline, right? It doesn't look like I'm doing anything right now. But I'm actually building out my system. People can make fun of me all they want, but as soon as this system's done, this yeah. is what he does. He finishes the pipeline, maybe a year or two later. He goes and turns on the faucet, and water starts flowing. And he doesn't have to keep going back and bringing his buckets like his brother. And his brother's just looking at him like, I should have done that. You, but by you now, cheated. you're, you yeah, know, you're like, so far behind because you right. wasted time thinking about doing it the way that you've thought to do it the whole time. It doesn't matter. Right. And if you were actually collaborating with that brother or that other CEO, that other business owner in your market, maybe they would have been like, hey, I'm building this system. You should build this too. And we can yeah. all, we can build a better system together. We can all help each other out. We can all win. And so that's what we're trying to show you guys is that abundance mindset of, you know, even when you might want to compare yourself to other businesses or even our business or whatever you're trying to compare yourself, stop comparing and start collaborating and start creating that mindset of abundance where you are sharing what's working. And just like we're sharing with you guys, like we have no qualms about sharing what's working because we want you guys yeah. to succeed. We want all of us to rise together and be successful together. Hey guys, I wanted to take a quick break to let you know a little bit more about our course, the 10X Toolkit. We've put together so many amazing resources to help cleaning businesses like yours learn how to get more recurring clients on the schedule. The systems we teach you in this course are the exact same systems we've used to grow our cleaning business 
to seven figures in just three years. In fact, in one year, we were able to accomplish the growth that our mentor in Denver had in 10 years. So it's definitely a shortcut, guys, to success. Model after that success, everything from finding the perfect clients to learning how to keep your schedule filled. We cover everything you need to 10x your business and without wasting your time and money. So to learn more about this incredible course, head over to profitcleaners.com slash courses. That's profitcleaners.com slash courses. So there's a couple different about. ways to do this, like with your competition. Like we mentioned collaboration, like you don't want to be price fixing. You'll get in trouble for that against the rules. But you can do things like, I remember when we first started talking about this, there was a story in one of the other cleaning Facebook groups. It's a magazine. I forget the name of it exactly. But one of the people had written an article about talking to the competition and how it helped them. Their employees, this person's employees all got together and decided they were going to take over the business. Like they were <laughs> going to block the driveway and go get all the customers. And it was a harebrained scheme. But the owner got wind of it before it went down. And what she did was that morning that it was supposed to happen, she fired everybody. So it was 14 cleaners, fired them all. And then she called up one of the competitors in town that she was friendly with. They actually lent her employees for the day so that she could go service her customers. Wow. And then that other business got the benefit of now we know that these 14 employees that we fired are like blacklisted. They shouldn't be hired by any cleaning company because they're scheming type of thing. And we had a local version of this where a competitor was upset about a type of ad we were running called a competitor ad where they search that name and it, it puts <laughs> that name up but then call this different phone number. They're totally legal. It's allowed by Google rules. She was really mad. I talked to her on the phone and then that conversation turned friendly. We started talking about how we were handling the pandemic. Were you able to get gloves from this place or that place? Mm -hmm. And we actually refer her business regularly and it's for stuff that she does that we don't do. So there you go. they do hoarding cleanup, like hazmat level crime scene type stuff. So when we get those things, we're like, hey, you can call this person. They're way better at it than we are. And they'll kick us stuff down too when it's too busy for their schedule to fit in some recurring customers. And you can get some benefit by talking to the competition, which, which sounds weird to people to do that, <laughs> like you're supposed to be bitter enemies or something. But if you're approaching it from the abundance mindset, the CEO mindset, mm -hmm. We have this big goal, the big, hairy, audacious goal. We want to have 50 cleaning teams and be a $20 million a year cleaning company. For us to do that, if you do the math in reverse, you need like 4,000 people to get biweekly cleaning in a city of almost a million. So like you could have 10 companies that are at that level and everyone would still be happy. Yeah, absolutely, guys. Another thing, just talking to your competitors, we've actually found that we learn a lot of mistakes not to make because we talk to our competitors or we see what they're doing. Just yep. don't even have to talk to them, just observe what they're doing and be like, wow, like we got a lot of customers coming over from the competitors saying they did this, this, and this. And we're going to learn from those mistakes. And instead of comparing ourselves and trying to like bring them down, we're just going to yeah. elevate ourselves, building bigger and taller. We're not going to smash everyone and talk bad. Which is another thing, unfortunately, in the small business, everyone mm -hmm. likes to just talk trash about each other and be like, oh, screw Joe over there. And like, that's the last thing you want to do yeah. in your cleaning estimates or clean talking to your teams. I mean, you never want to bash the competition. You want to have information about the competitors. So if a lead says, hey, I'm getting estimates, you can always ask, who else are you getting estimates from? Well, I'm getting them from Mary Maids and Molly Maids and this other one. You need to know things about that company, but the way that you're going to present what you know has got to be, okay, that's great. Just to let you know, that company only uses one person and they bring their own cars, so they're going to be there a lot longer than we are and they may not show up because the employee's car was broken that day. So right. you want to be able to present that information in kind of an objective way for that person to evaluate it instead of being like, 
if you open with, oh man, those companies are the worst, are, we're so much better than they are, right. you're just going to give off a negative vibe to the customer. It's going to yeah. put a bad taste in their mouth that you opened with bashing the competition. You want to present all the things that are awesome about them. Call to action at the end. When can I schedule your first cleaning? Oh, I don't know. We're going to get estimates from someone else. Cool. Here's what I know about the competition, just so you're aware. Like, I'm just giving you information here. Yeah. And then when they go to those estimates, they can ask those things to those people and have them address it on their own. Yeah, and I would actually argue that by talking about if you talk poorly about the, your competition, it's going to automatically open up something in the customer's brain that want to go looking. Like people yeah. want to go find the disaster you just talked about. Well, let me see if they're really that bad. Yeah, if they and, were so aggressive about that one company, like right. maybe they're lying on purpose. Yeah. And this doesn't feel right. Like so, you don't even want them to go down that avenue. So by what Brandon's saying, yeah, let's address it. Let's be honest about this is what they're doing. But we're not going to talk bad or bash them. We're going to say, but here's how we're different. And here's why I think we're better. And I think we're going to provide a better experience because yeah. we have this many people show up. So we are a lot more efficient and we get out faster. And like you point out how you're better and you don't go on this tangent rampage of tearing them down and smashing their buildings down. Because again, that's going to create a negative emotion in everyone's mind. It's going to, I think, keep them thinking, I'm going to go look and see for myself. And they might actually call the other company and end up working yeah. with them, right? I have a great example of this. Why we were trying to get windows done in my house. The guy walks in. The first thing out of his mouth was... What makes you want the most expensive windows ever made? And right away I was like, I don't. If you had put in the marketing that these were the most expensive windows ever made, I would have not scheduled this appointment at all. Wow. But he made us go through with it. It was ridiculous. I was mad at this guy the whole time. It's now wow. a waste of his time and my time because I already know that I'm not going to pay for the most expensive windows ever made. And all that <laughs> made me do was dig in deeper to the competition to find out the not most expensive windows ever made. There you go. So, this is a fine line on how you present this stuff, but like you need to come at it, CEO mindset, our company is the best, here's why, we're awesome, and then you have crafted responses to if they're gonna talk about some other part of the competition that you can bring up, specifically in the context of, yeah, I know that they do this, but here's how we do it differently on that particular thing. Like They use a string mop, they drag around from house to house, we use microfiber heads that are clean for every house. Like there's just a way to balance it out. Absolutely. All right, guys. So I think that pretty much wraps it up. The point is think big, think bigger and more abundantly. Yeah. Think about sharing how you winning and collaborating with others that are in that market, even your competition, even though it sounds weird. And I think you guys will see big results. There's more than enough for everyone. So The thing I want to mention too is that we've done a few episodes on mindset and that's not because we're running dry on content or anything. It's because this is important. It takes a while for you to hear that, yeah, maybe you are the person that's thinking in the little tiny box and you don't even know it. You're right. upset at employees for quitting or you're yep. upset at customers for quitting. But if we keep telling you, like, look, if you actually change the frame, the paradigm and how you're looking at the problem right. and how we can internally reflect on this and change things, yep. that's the reason we keep giving you these mindset episodes is because it can change everything. Yeah, your competition could be your biggest asset, actually. So just change your the way of thinking. I think that was really well said. Yep. Until next time, guys, keep it clean. Keep it clean. Thanks for joining us today. To get more info, including show notes, updates, trainings, and super cool free stuff, head over to ProfitCleaners.com. And remember, keep it clean.